0: E05173, we talk about decentralization, and then can I Bitcoin,
1: Litecoin, my coin, your coin, blockchain, baby, this is our
0: understanding must arise during these times of unparalleled deceit, a view into the depths of society upon which this country has fallen, a storm brings upon the horizon, and said that those that have the eyes to see and the ears to hear play a parallel for humanity and civil society. But can civilized society and humanity survive the coming conflicts not seen since a dawn of time in ages by past, but you can find true forms of information and knowledge. In abundance at revolution.radio, freedomslets.com, the number one listener-supported radio station on the globe. Stand upon the right side side of history.
3: Ah, that's better. Now let not get it with me. Is anybody there? Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. You're welcome to Free Association. I'm going to assume that there's somebody there, and I'm going to set this up again. Let's do this again. All right. My name's Dennis. Are you listening to Free
1: Association? There he is. That was a good start. Hi, Lenny. <laughs> it's always a good start. Leave the listener wondering whether they're listening to anything. It's a pregnant pause. Well, it was funny when I started typing in response to you, was set in a mode and breaking all over my computer. Right. Not it's, it's, where I wanted to be
3: though.
1: I'm
3: supposed to hear the sermon. Yeah, the s- yeah, sure, that's good. I'm having a strange day. But um, all of my days are strange, so it's just a strange day is a perfect day to have a conversation with Lenny Time, so I thought that's what we'll do.
1: Okay, yes, it's a charmed day also, because any time we get together on the radio, pe- the listeners are going to hear something unique and new.
3: Hopefully. There's no point in repeating myself over and over and over again. I don't like doing that, so I try to keep things as fresh as possible.
1: I think you've got it so that with Alex Jones as your lead-in, you're talking to a that is not necessarily the audience that's your target, but it's the audience that's here. And Revolution Radio is listener-supported, and the listeners here are really good people. I'm usually a listener. Yeah. There was something that's that Alex people. Jones said that – was interesting after you pulled me on and that was that the number one doctor and the number one lawyer agree that the vaccine is bullshit and it got me to enter the number one lawyer are political appointees right who runs this gig is we the people anymore and so I don't really even want to play in that world I think we start a new world, spell it W-H-I-R-L-D E-D and let it keep spinning oh it will definitely keep well it will definitely keep
3: spinning metaphorically physically I don't know what's going on with me anymore so I'm I'm open to all possibilities just the Can moment. the
1: flat Earth
3: spin? And, uh, I'm not sure about the flat Earth, but it could spin. It could be flat. It could be a disc and spinning. I don't know. I really I don't know. I wonder if it's traveling at uh,
1: 33 and, like...
3: and a third. Yeah, or it could be traveling at 78. Ooh.
1: Maybe both Go at the same and time, and that's part of what's messed up.
3: Oh, it could be 78 one direction and 33 and a third in the, in the other direction. They kind of for something like that, I don't know
1: we're onto something I think that it's totally ridiculous that in this society you can call up any song you want by any artist and get it to play on YouTube but if you want to replay it audio wise you get in trouble with the goons that run the audio and lies and mistruths and things that make you want to think that somebody stopped thinking and stopped allowing thinking in the deep, distant past. Maybe even before we were born. And uh, I don't know. The thought has troubled me that they're worshiping a demon called Set and you just put a TV in front of the set word and everything that we know that happened in the history of our lifetimes, we know because somebody like Walter Cronkite has told us that. But if the thing was artificial intelligence 50 years ago, setting up to get us to this state, and what we're watching is actually the AI breakdown of the control systems that have always operated, and that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Our control
3: systems that are breaking down will have a tendency to bite other control systems. So yeah, it's, but at least they're visible while they're breaking down, and while they're being set up, we can probably spot them.
1: It might be interesting to introduce some ideas amongst the people and let them start working on them because, gee, there's no reason to watch the system crash and then start rebuilding the same system that just crashed. So we need system think, but it has to be outside the system.
3: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that, but the the trick is to be inside and outside at the same time so you can see what's going on because you're on you're on the edge. So, it's like you're on the
1: boundary. Yeah, you're neither heads or on the coin on that same edge and sometimes it's corrugated. Yeah,
3: well you can but you can see both sides of it. So, whatever's going on if there's extra weight on one side side he said out to kind of where i am in my thinking so i'm trying to keep things uh in at least a little bit balanced in the way that it's i'm thinking 60, about it it's 60
1: 40 proposition 60 40 is about balanced but it's actually 3 to 2 if it gets beyond that 10% range which you can consider the error bars on 50% then Yeah, then things are getting either weird on the one hand, strange, we call it, or charmed. And charmed are two of the quarks with up and down and top and bottom. And for the life of me, when you apply what you understand of the words that they've named the quarks, it makes absolutely no sense to any scientific. So... What we have built in the current system is total nonsense and gibberish, and we better explore what we know for what we don't know, admit we don't know it, and figure out how to fix that.
3: Oh, I'm getting pretty good at admitting that I don't know anything. That's one thing I've had a lot of practice with.
1: But you step to be able to figure out what you do know and what your value is and there's so many people who ask goods and then put it into their own thinking roller coaster and that's what we all need to do if your day-to-day life doesn't generate questions that you can't answer you're not really trying to answer those questions but there's a lot of things that are going on that lead me to believe That anything somebody says they know is coming is probably false, but that whatever comes will come and go and will be standing there saying, oh, wow, that happened. And we pick up the pieces and go from there. But to introduce new stuff now before the old stuff is broken is like. Releasing a balloon and expecting it to get up outside the atmosphere. At some point, the pressure will change temperature will change, and the balloon will pop. And you have this small mass of rubber hitting the ground with a splat. Sort of like, oh, the whale in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That was generated. But, you know, every fictional story that we're given is truth in the world of the fiction that has been created. And it gets me to think that people really need to read books and not watch the set because the set has changed the endings to be self-serving. And as we can see right now, we can pull everything away from the only thing we have to not give the set is our – and so as we, if we can do that, I think we're ahead of the game, but it'll fall apart on its own because it's all entirely a Truman show. <laughs> I'm not hearing your audio. I mean, uh, I might have uh...
3: – Hello? Either I hear you trying stage.
1: to talk But it only allows me to hear Over when I'm
3: talking Make sure Yeah,
1: I think I'm still I'm
3: still connected, so I don't know why we, I don't know why you're not hearing me Lenny But we did alright, we did 20, We did 15 minutes without any tech Issues, there we go Okay, I'm back I, You're back, okay that was a minor technical hitch 15 minutes in, but we we normally have minor technical hitches 15 minutes in. I certainly do. Anyway, I don't know about anybody else on this station, but I certainly do. Uh,
1: well, I was getting to the point where I couldn't hear your audio, but when I started talking, that would click your audio on, and I could hear what you, that you were talking. Right. So we're getting there. We're, I hung up, okay. came back. Yeah, I I think think my my connection,
3: but it is still there. All right, so what was I? Forgotten what I was talking about. Then, so we'll have to start again.
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I
3: I don't. Does anybody really
1: know what time it is? Does anybody really care? I tell you. I tell you.
3: Uh Uh and we'll come back and
1: we'll
3: do it
1: again. The
3: free association to see the official free association where we don't have any technical issues with any time. We're talking about strangeness and charm and quarks and... Can just general.
1: about anything that has. How are you doing, to do We'll,
3: we'll g- start from the talk 'cause because I lost me, I lost my thread all the time.
1: Can you hear me?
3: All right, now, I'm starting to lose your audio. you say that again for me. Am I? I can
1: here? Hear you, yeah, I
3: can just about hear you. You're a bit muffled, but, I'm, but you're doing okay.
1: Yeah, I I wonder. if so, all right. I wonder if I should drop the call and come back in. Yeah. But it try
3: it's always worth a try. So Free Association is one of those shows where we make it up as we go along. I literally didn't plan a show because I've been really busy today. So while while Lenny's sorting out his tech,
4: I've
3: been doing what I've been doing today. So I had to go to talk to the job enter, which is always one of my... Th- once, once every two weeks, I kind of explain myself and my distance to the, the woman who's my workhorse, my uh, tasks with getting me into, into proper official employment. So I had a 10-minute conversation. They, they set me up as a telephone conversation. It was, a, it was meant to be a telephone meeting, but I don't have a phone, so that's a bit difficult. And I've tried to explain it to them over and over again that I don't have a smartphone, I don't have a working phone. They still put me down for telephone appointments. So I got pissed off this afternoon and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm just, I'm going to go into the office at the time that they've organized the meeting. We're going to have the meeting. I'm going to do the person. I'm going to tell them it's not a telephone appointment because I don't, and I don't want a telephone appointment because they won't happen. And then I'll, I'll get my, or I'll get sanctioned or I'll potentially get sanctioned because the meeting didn't happen, but that's nothing to do with me because it's because I don't have a phone, and it was a telephone appointment, so it wasn't possible for the meeting to happen in the way that they wanted it to happen. And people are going to have to listen to me because I've run out of patience with them. So that was that was kind of my afternoon, and I've kind of, I've got my my energy back from from the kind of low over Christmas where I didn't have very much energy at all. I've now got enough energy to push through all of this bullshit, all of the bureaucratic bullshit. I'm doing a bit of tidying up, which is unusual for me. I've got laundry to do, but I'm I'm sorting the laundry before I start to do it this time around. So that will get done tomorrow. The, done, the rest of the tidying up will get done. So the place will get cleaned. It needs deep cleaning because I've been sick, so I haven't done any deep Hello, been for a long time. They sort me out. I've got the opportunity to do it now. Hello, you're back. Can you hear me? Uh, I, I, don't hear I can
1: hear me. you mostly. I heard your monologue there, and I'm glad that you now see that anyone in a position of authority is fooling themselves. There is no authority any longer. Well, you the are- only authority that counts is. Yeah, we are our own authorities.
3: Yeah, it has to be that way. I mean, I've I've got to I've got to jump through the hoops, yeah, to get, to get my money. So I'll jump through the hoops. I'm I want a job anyway, so it's not a big deal to look for a job because I'm looking anyway. But the point the point is that they're trying to fix the world in a way that works for them, and it doesn't work for me, and I'm not putting up with that. Because it isn't physically possible for me to do a phone conversation when I don't have a phone.
1: So, did they actually meet with you in person and hear that? Yeah, yeah. The woman woman who would have wronged me
3: at two thirty this afternoon agreed for me to go upstairs and and have and just have the meeting in person. Oh, good. So it it was. I mean, it's. It's, it's bureaucratic, but it's they've still got some leeway in the way that they do things. She's she's very kindly counselly as well in the way that she does things. She she's a listener. So some some oh, of the people that coaching, I'm a talker. Yeah, I'm a talker at the moment. I I did go into a rant store. She asked me about uh, I, I've been. She asked me about being sick, and I went into a rant about the medicals. System for ten minutes, <laughs> so yeah had to listen to that as well. But uh, but all it was an okay conversation considering its bureaucracy and its doom and through moves and ticking boxes. I mean I'm honest about it. I said to her, it's just the box to an exercise for me. This I'm not worried about any of it. I'm taking to boxes too. Absolutely, you've got play the system it's the only way you can play it is get what you can from it tick the boxes to keep that happy as you can and and work the system as best you can i mean i want to stay out of the medical system i want to really stay out of the benefit system as much as possible but i'm stuck there at the moment so i'm avoiding the medical system completely working the benefit system as best i can and Hopefully something positive will come out of it at the end, but uh, there's no there's no knowing what's going to come out of it. It gives me a chance to talk about the podcast and the radio show, and to rant about the medical system. So it was a positive conversation from from those from that point of view. And uh, she's she's a she is she is a listener. She's clearly trained in some kind of counselling, but it's by the way she approaches people.
1: She sits in her little room and has people's voices on her computer or on her telephone. And the world is hooked on those silly little handheld devices. You can't really get around them. And now the functionality is such that they're a much better camera than anything we could get in the 60s and 70s when we were a camera bug and would buy the Hottest, latest, whatever. You can take your phone, point it at the moon, bring it up to full magnification, and it's as good as any telescope I've ever seen.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, the tech is good. I've just I've discovered tonight. No, I've got this. I've got this uh, flashpoint card that I've had for years it's about to expire uh, and I, I was in the, in the local news agents just like uh, buying a Mars bar buying a Mars bar and some some soda and, did, and the machine automatically I didn't even know the car did that it doesn't normally do that but apparently tonight it did so I'm puzzled by that it's a puzzling situation because I don't know whether I want it to be card reader things. I don't want money taken out without me putting my PIN number in because I'm a bit of a traditionalist.
1: So I need to figure out what Yeah, yeah. There's too much going on behind the scenes that is not right and not explained like when Microsoft hijacks the computer to give you an upgrade and you don't you have a chance to refuse a your computer doesn't work right until you take the upgrade. So I don't know. I think everything's due for reformatting. But at ground level, we need to look at the basis of our understanding of complex thought and cross it over with people who have a different understanding of complex thought So that we can find the areas we need to address to fix the problems that aren't broken yet, but will be in short. See, it doesn't let it try and fix anything until it's totally broken. You you just need to be a a little bit ahead of the curve. Actually, you need to be creating the curve from the position on top of the surfboard where the wave is under you?
3: Yeah, that that sounds like a a plan. (laughs) Creating the curve is definitely part of it. Well, we're going to be creative and we're going to do something
1: new. Right? Feel free to carry on, Lenny. (laughs) I'm having difficulties with our conversation again. All right, there's so some... I'll talk, and you you
3: you go out in and in again, and I shall talk for five minutes and see where we go from there.
1: But it didn't help the last time to do that.
3: It didn't. All right.
1: No, we're what's... still having the same difficulty, and I noticed in my Skype that there's actually two windows open.
3: Oh, I made have two calls open in that case.
1: Yeah, and it might look. be that the second call is drawing away from the first call, but it seemed like the first call only had me and Studio A in it and not you.
3: Right, let's have a look and see what I've got live. I'm sure it'll be able to tell me somewhere.
1: And the funny thing is that when I'm on call with you, Skype won't let me get back to our chat. I mean, it opened up a new chat just for the room. The chat that we have normally going on doesn't seem to be available on this screen right now. Don't you love it when they come up with new repairs to things that aren't broken and make things not work? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm always looking for...
3: The places they put things in Skype, they move things around a lot. It looks like I've only got one open here, Lenny, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, Oh, There's one there, but I thought that's live. No, that one's not live, so there's only one going on. Uh, And I'm
1: here, so it must be that we are continuing, and it seems like it sounds better now, so maybe something we did closed it. I'm going to jump off once. See if it's open. If it is, jump out of the conversation and then come back here.
3: So, okay. No, I shall rant. I shall
1: just do a little another
3: another monologue of some sort. I don't know what I'm going to talk about.
1: Okay, I'm back.
3: To contribute with money or with Bitcoin, if if you've got a five five dollars in your pocket. And you're looking for a good place to put it, then Revolution Radio is as good place as any, and we need the money, so please help if you can. And uh, it's you'll find it all at the top of the page at Revolution or there's a donations page. There's lots of different ways you can help out. All right, Lenny. Yes. I think if, I don't. We seem to be doing better, so we'll carry
1: on. Okay. Okay. Carry on, my wayward son, Kansas. What was it, 1977?
3: Something like that. Definitely mid-70s. Very good tune, though.
1: Yeah, it was one that got played a lot. I used to play Boston Blue Oyster Cult in Kansas. And Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult was the song of the day. Or maybe Blinded by the Light, Manfred Mann's Earth Band? Yeah. I like, I'll
3: tell you what I like with Blue Oyster cools uh, There's a tune called Veteran of the Psychic Wars. Oh. It's called Fire Origin. Really, really good song. And I yeah. remember buying, buying a pen. about 14 years old. I bought this, pe- this silver pendant, which was a the symbol that the Blue Oyster Cult used, which is basically the symbol for Saturn. I didn't know that at the time. Right. I, I wore that. I wore that at school for about four, three or four years. A silver pendant on a chain around my neck. It was probably not a good idea, but I it was never going to last very long. But you're a veteran of the psychic ward for Blue Oyster Cult too
1: and Michael Drewockius
3: the lyrics for them That's one of the reasons i like them
1: it's been a long time when i had a record collection i think i had half a dozen different blue oyster cult albums and quite often their better songs were on the back side of the album
3: yeah yeah, yeah they, were, they were good at good at long album tracks I never saw them. They 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 still tour. The Blue Oyster Cult. I've I've seen them listed on the the sort of venue at the end of my street, and they played they played about three or four years ago there, and I never I never got to see them, but yeah, they are. They're honestly, it's, it's it's a. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay thirty quid or whatever forty quid it would be now. It's, it's too many for me now that. But I was looking at I was look. And some some old footage of Weissner from Glasgow in 1978 on YouTube before I started the radio show. And the ticket price was (laughs) £2.50. I mean, I know know it's a long time ago, but honestly, £2.50, you couldn't even buy a cup of coffee for £2.50 now.
1: No, and that's one of the reasons why I think the entire... Basis for a system should not be economic at all because eventually it gets to the point where our money is worthless and most of all the money is in the hands of a very few people who really don't want to let it go and let it be used for trade instead of as a storage for wealth. So there's a number of systems, the banking system, the insurance system, the corporate system, that all need to be tossed and thrown away. The legal system, the political system, the education system need we go on. But, you know, right now it's sedition to talk about changing systems. And I don't know why, but we have to play games to break lose some system think in order to be able to think about things that are not allowed to be thought about because right now the one-size system has grasped everything. Uh, you you know me. you've known me for long enough to know that I spent about 20 years in academia and I am Author of 14 journal papers on pretty deep chemistry science. And a lot of the work that I did couldn't be published because I was under non-disclosure agreements due to the nature of what work it was. And I realized that the entire system was fraudulent and that even though the basis for the work I was doing was good, It wasn't the there where it was supposed to go and take me didn't happen. And now looking back and seeing that we couldn't possibly have gone through the Van Allen belt to get to the moon for the moon. And watching some of the, who knows if it's AI generated or not, video, that shows the outtakes from the lunar experience or just some of the things that didn't work, like the flag planted on the moon, waving in the no atmosphere. Reality is not what it seems, but what reality is, is what we experience. And I believe we can change our own personal reality by the process of magic, but it doesn't necessarily change the the reality for us as individuals on this timeline where I seem to be on this time, but it gets avoided next time. Hopefully, the we that we set the trap for took some different steps, and they took steps where Doc Lenny and Dennis are have the appropriate amount of money for their education and experience and are doing good things, informing the world of things that you won't hear in a lamestream or trooper based newscast. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm a little bit more la a little bit more
3: leisurely with it, with the cocktail in front of me on them. Where, but as, as, it, as it stands, Radio is <laughs> radio is relatively free. It's cheap or close to cheap once you've got the equipment. Easy enough to to keep going if you can scrounge, scrounge access to to the internet and scrounge whatever equipment you need. You can get started. For me, how we got away with, I spent more than I thought than. The, Actually, they need to be ignored. But uh, i going to a different equipment that would have been lost if I'm spending the money. If if I'm learning as I go, and the fact that I got access to it, uh, when I bought the Master Pro Two, which is the the audio interface that I use, it was because it's it's big and shiny, and it's got big buttons on it, and it's simple. And I wanted something that was just simple. Plug and play, don't have to think too hard about it. But it also gave me access to a whole lot of advanced stuff that I didn't know anything about that I then had to learn about if I wanted to use it. So I now know about audio processing because I got because I spent the money. It'll last me, hopefully it'll last me 10 years, and I'll I'll write it off over 10 years and then buy a new one or buy whatever version, whatever new version with big buttons there is in 10 years time but uh once you set up the processing it's done so you only need to learn that once really but if i hadn't spent the money if i'd known what i was doing at the beginning i wouldn't have spent the money on the roadcaster pro 2 and i wouldn't have forced myself to learn about audio engineering or whatever so it was my ignorant little learning that's produced and understanding that I didn't know what I was doing. But uh, it, it's it's a circ- circular logic, which means that I just I just walk and keep walking and follow my nose and scrounge, scrounge things and improvise and keep things together with string and elastic bands and sell tape for as long as they'll last. And then you've got to replace them. But... Uh, you can get you can get by. I I managed to get by. I'm I'm not paying for an internet connection. I've got the equipment that I need. The last ten years. I think it's guaranteed for five years, anyway. So I've got a I've got maintenance agreement for five years for it when I bought it. So I don't know where I'm going with this. But the point you put the investment in in the time, it everything else follows if you're prepared to put the time in. That's what I'm trying to say, I think.
1: Yeah, and putting in the time is doing it with enough repetitions that you learn which buttons to push and when to push them. And it's a transferable logic process that should work with anything. The only thing is that most people don't get any logic at all in the way they believe anymore. Oh, I'll I, I try it. I try and stay logical
3: most of the time. Sometimes I make ju- leaps of intuition that make no sense to anybody from the outside. And then I've got to f- figure out why I did what I just did. That's always interesting as well. <laughs> if, if I'm following my nose, sometimes I end up in places I don't really want to be.
1: Yeah, it's easy to sabotage yourself. When you are unaware of how the game is played, and the game of social grace requires constant attention, so I don't even pretend to try any longer.
3: Yeah, it's a it's tr- it's a tricky one. This so, show sure tonight, I, I I had the option of preparing it last night, I was busy. In the end, my, my neighbor got got a, a psychological problem, so she screams a lot all the time, and it distracts me, so I, d- I don't get stuff done. If she's screaming at the boyfriend, I can hear it going on through the wall. It becomes <laughs> something that's there that you can't avoid. So when I've got the psych- when I've got psycho neighbour screaming, I don't get anything done. So there's no and I didn't really wanna go researching. I'm I'm trying probably, because because I do the novel I am for sure the world the world will carry on spinning or doing whatever it does without me for a couple of months. Did I lose Lenny? I think I might. Or he's gone. He's gone for a a small.
1: I'm here. Your your audio is breaking up, so I can't hear you. All
3: right. Okay. (laughs) We're not too worried. I was just I was just having a bit of a rant. That's all. Lenny. it's all uh, it's all good.
1: See, I think we're on multiple timelines at different wavelength, and that. Some of the things that I'm supposed to know about the future, I can't know about the future because it hasn't happened on this timeline yet, but it has happened on other timelines that we are on. And how the workings of time work, is a great mystery because science has broken down its explanation of time. And I always had a problem with the rates of enzymes. And one of my friends, his name is Harris. He said, he said something that was profound. And Blew my mind for a moment, and now I'll brain a thought. What was it profound that Harris said about time? Oh well.
3: It'll come back to you, Lenny. If, if it's. Uh... It
1: always does. That's why I keep a journal, because my brain can let go of things, but I think that there's. It seems like like the signs of the Zodiac, there's 13 timelines and some of them simultaneously, but there are different frequencies which determine the scale and the scale of the frequency that you are on on any given day depends on essentially what you did the previous day, because If you're not doing it much, you wake up every day, you go through the same motions, you go to sleep and you don't, you don't get noticed in that world. But if you're doing something that is significantly different from the way things get done, your frequency of generation is a little higher. And so you're on a longer lived wavelength and you go off and Get, you get your intelligence. Oh, I got to get out of the chat room. They're discussing something that I'm not watching, and it's distracting. <laughs> intelligence. Thanks. We set ourselves up for our own future, but we don't necessarily realize that future in this person but when we wake up tomorrow, we may not be this person any longer, but we have no way of knowing which timeline we're on on any given adventure into awakeness yeah, that's why you've got to, if you, if you, you've got to live it
3: as it as it happens because you, you're living it from whatever point of view you're in. It's like for me for me now I'm in cleaning mode. But I don't often go into cleaning mode, so it'll all get done. It'll get done very soon. And then there'll be no cleaning for at least a month.
1: Yeah, no, cleaning mode I used to go into when I had to study for an exam. And if I knew I had a big exam coming up, I didn't really want to hit the books, but I had to do something. So cleaning mode was my productive way of avoiding hitting the books. I used to pretend that you could put a book under your pillow and learn by osmosis. It might not be pretending longer. I think and book knowledge aren't necessarily the same. And I've learned over the years that I trust my intuition but the system trusts the book knowledge. And so rewards for providing book knowledge are huge and must be restricted to a certain set of rules that you and I would never agree to. But it's going to change because it can't possibly hold squall. Yeah, it'll... it'll, uh... It'll, it'll
3: evolve, that's for sure. How quickly, we don't know, but it'll definitely evolve.
1: Time is a grand illusion, And if you play outside of time and just go with the flow, you have more aspect to your course of how, how to be. And the pictures, descriptions, and accounts of this process are not the responsibility of Revolution Radio. They all belong to Dennis and I because we're the guys talking. But Revolution Radio can truly use your support because they're good folks and they like being on the radio and we get good information most of the time. Yeah, that's that's true enough.
3: That's true enough.
1: Lenny, I think we... We're
3: approaching the the bumpers, so tell people where to find you online. I know we've got another hour to do, but I always forget. So if you do that now, then then we know that that you, you you're covered for your promotion. So tell people where they can find you on YouTube and
1: where they can find you on Minds. I'm the Mad Doctor. Time on Minds dot com and on YouTube. I think I'm also the man. No, I'm Doctor Lenny Time, D R L E N N Y Y M E, on YouTube. And on YouTube lately, we've been having one converse in a week with various different people. This week we talked about nature, but for these times, Dennis, I'll drop you a steamyard invite. You can come on and talk with our talking heads group and enjoy the philosophy of whatever it is we're talking about
3: yeah i'd love to i'd love to i'll jump on the easiest way to get me at the moment is, is email because i'm that's the only place i'm really checking regularly so the email if anybody else wants to join in with these conversations on a wednesday afternoon or wednesday evening my time the the email is Free Association radio show at protonmail Or you can find me on Skype by looking for Free Association or Dennis Barker or Open Philosopher. But there's, there's accounts on Skype, so you'll need to reach out for both of them because there's only one that actually that I actually check. But uh, I'm looking looking for extra looking for guests and people to have conversations with on a Wednesday afternoon. So that's the next part of the plan for the show is to get a few more regular guests in and uh, make it make it a kind of a round table on a on a not every week but a lot of weeks and then individual conversations some of the time and i'll make this one conversations and then make saturdays experimental because i can play on a saturday on the on saturday morning
1: show so that's yeah, I missed your Saturday morning show this past Saturday because I didn't wake up in time. Oh, it was a it was a short
3: one on Saturday, but I was just talking. So I was in the mood to talk. So and I was in the mood to go out. <laughs> so in the end, I just did a forty-minute show, and then I went out and, and had a a chat with some people in the pub. But that's the mood I was in on Saturday. Now, I, if I if I can get this one get this one working as a round table or as a long conversation, long form conversation that I can experiment on a Saturday morning a bit more. So I'll I'll do it that way. I'll do it as conversation on Wednesday and experimenting on Saturday mornings. And we can play with the format a little bit. And And so the bumpers bumpers are coming up. So I'm going to wrap up this hour and we'll, we'll sit here and listen to some promos and we'll be back in about three or four minutes.
2: Back. And
4: Ladies and gentlemen, your lives are becoming more difficult as the life force of your world is draining away. Have you noticed that as everything around you seems to decline, one thing still grows? It is the power of your rulers. None of their plans and directives have solved your problems or made your life better. The only result has been their increased control over you You at the cost of your Do you know why? You gave them the power. They called for your sacrifice, and you thought it was noble. They said if you were yourself and your family, that you were selfish and uncaring. And they made you feel ashamed. They denounced the leaders of industry as greedy exploiters. You agreed. All evil to is the consent of good people. To everyone within the range of my voice, you now have a choice to make. If you decide to support the notion of sacrifice enforced by the state, your game is up. Your world is in a downward spiral, and you will ride it down to destruction. But if you share the values, if you believe that your life is a sacred possession for you to make the most of, if you want to live by the judgment of your own mind, not edicts from the state, then follow our lead and support your own oppressors. Stop letting the system exploit you. Form your own communities on the frontiers of your crumbling world. Your rulers hold you by your endurance to carry the burdens they impose, by your generosity when you hear cries of despair, and above all, by your innocence which cannot grasp the depths of their evil. The world you are living in is the world they wanted. Leave them to it. Those who are eager to build a better world, a world of freedom and opportunity, a world based on mutual respect in that world, you will not receive alms, nor pity, nor forgiveness of sins, but honor, respect, and justice. Don't let the fire go out, spark by irreplaceable spark, in confusion and despair. The world you desire can be one. It exists. It is real. It is possible. It is yours.
2: Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com the number one listener-supported radio station on the Internet. It's your world. Take it. Thank you for listening to Revolution Radio. FreedomSlips.com, the number one listener-supported radio station on the Internet. Please help support this station so this battle can continue forward revolution yo Revolutionary. Thank you for row at FreedomSlips.com. Any commercial advertising you may hear in this program is of the sole discretion and benefit of the host of this program you are listening to. Revolution Radio does not endorse any commercial products, nor does it accept monetary compensation for on-air advertising of commercial products, nor will it ever. We are and shall remain 100% listener supported. Any product advertising on this program are considered used as Revolution Radio is not held liable for any claims or damages received. Received from any product advertised within this program. Radio, where information never sleeps. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who
3: expressed them. They do not necessarily. All right. I don't know what's going on again, Lenny. We missed a, we missed a, a, a bumper. I don't know whether we're live or whether we're not live or what's going on. But I'm going to assume that we are. I it's can hear, like, you hear me. Okay. So the key thing is, can can the radio audience see us? And I think they probably can, but I'm going to just double check. So if somebody in the chat gives a sound check, that would be a good thing. I'm here with Dr. Lenny Time. This is a show called Free Association. We're we're, we're an hour into a two-hour show. I think we probably need to go back to first principles lenny so, expensive
1: association first principles are very expensive okay right so going going back
3: to the first the first conversation that we had i think was on was on discord in a, in a project you were running which was a, a live action role play about a radio station I became a guest in a in a live action role play, and that's how I ended up being a a radio show host. So I think we we probably ought to ought to explain to people how how that worked, and then and then de- we can develop it a bit from there.
1: Okay, a live action role play based on the WKRP in Cincinnati radio television show was we were playing where the characters would get on in the discord chat room and i'd be broadcasting over steampunk radio using another computer device so with the two computer devices that were going what we did in the discord chat room was relayed over on air and uh, Tune in Radio app, picked up the radio station, and we had a two-hour-per-day, five-day-per-week themed talk show where guests would come on and we'd talk about a whole bunch of things. I don't know. Probably, what, 100, 150 times out of the 300 shows? Something like that. Yeah, it was quite a lot. Everybody got to be hosts and guests, and we got up to 35 regulars. That's pretty good going. For a
3: for a live-action role-player, that's very good going, I think.
1: I thought so, because we were broadcasting out to a pretty decent-sized audience, and it cut across many different demographics. But then life... Life's always an interesting thing, and we got too far into the role play of the role play and confused it with life. And life said, "No, you're moving on." And so one day we just didn't do the show again. Right, I lost you for a second there, Lenny. Just say that last little bit again. So one day we no longer did the show, and life moved on. And so. I'm my background is as a scientist and I have had many different roles with different hats on and I like my time outdoors as an environmental scientist best, but I got into trouble for talking about what was being sprayed in the skies back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine and had a radio career even back then before I knew you, and had 15 minutes of fame in the movie. What in the world are they spraying? But nowadays, we know that all those chemtrails they're spraying have (laughs) manipulation, but I got to wonder about What's really going on in the face of things? And I got to think that something's coming up that we just can't see, but some people know about. What do you think that might be?
3: Something that might happen that's going to be really, really difficult to sort out unless they, whatever it is they're doing, aluminium, all, all of the things that pouring into the atmosphere. I don't know what it does. It's, it's, it might just be to reflect the sun, sunlight or reflect cause And they're just putting up a defense layer on to that.
1: Yeah, I guess you want to make it secret so people don't panic. Because people like to panic no matter what the news is. So they didn't read the book because on the cover it says don't panic.
3: Right, <laughs> yeah. He guy. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of talk of solar flares at the moment, so I think it might be something to do with that. It might be a defense like a defensive process against solar flares. I don't know what whatever gas and, and metals they're putting into the atmosphere, I don't know whether that would help or not. Somebody must know. there's obviously a reason for doing it.
1: Well, nature has spent time concentrating metals so that they are mostly out of the way of the biological systems. So, I don't know. When you think metals, I think iron, steel, uh, so much more that contain metals. And when you get to bulk metals that are used to structure and things like that, Gee, it it boggles the mind that there's a world of metals out there going on and we don't really understand it very well at all because our chemistry is pro-organic and anti-inorganic, whereas inorganic is half the life forms. Oh, just scaffolding for the inorganic life that runs things through the water. Right, yeah. It it's does seem particulate, is diluted. There's a book co- called The Memory of Water by Marcel Schiff, written in the early 1990s, that talked about the homeopathic work of Jean Benviste, in France, Paris. No, not Paris. Anyway, Ben Viste's work was published in Science, Nature, and some of the top journals of science. And then it was withdrawn by the editors and discredited because they didn't think it was possible. And there was a whiplash of allegation, again, in Venetian, but that was a couple years before Hans and Fleischmann introduced cold fusion via the New York Times instead of the scientific literature and caused all sorts of ridiculousness. It's funny the way things work, but science can't be believed except when it can be believed. It's not about demonstration anymore. It's all about belief, and belief is belief is dependent on what you believe. and if you believe something and it's true to you, other people can maybe try and shake your belief. But if they really corrupt the foundations of your honest, you can't hold it anymore, and that's not a thing you want to do to anybody.
3: You know, it's a uh, it's a tricky thing that cold fusion don't a huge amount about, but uh, I do know that they they lost they lost all credibility when they when they went to the papers, but they were they were being they were being messed about with the
1: research was being messed about with wasn't it or something like that? Yeah, the the scientific world scientific publishers wouldn't approve their publication, so they went to the New York Times and subverted the whole system. And so everybody in academia was affronted and opposed said it was fraudulent research and that, but it really was. It was very good research and it's very much suppressed. I I would postulate that cold fusion happens in cells of plants and animals to create elements that are not otherwise found in the diet of that animal but are necessary to sustain the biochemical system. Right. And if cell can do cold fusion and say, oh, push a carbon and an oxygen together and add a couple water molecules. Extra hydrogen and turn it into something like, oh, I don't know, silicon or something rare that you need but don't necessarily have like selenium. It goes a long way, but there are things that science denies because they don't have proof that are absolutely true. And there are a lot of truths that science provides that are absolutely false. But the parish mechanism of academic science advances one funeral at a time, and they revere their hierarchy.
3: Yeah, you you don't get to question the senior authorities. Questioning authority is a dangerous thing. It it always has been.
1: But, you know, we got to be our own authorities or at least develop in what people know, that they know what they know in their own area, but the areas have been split off so that everybody's in their own Plato's cave and they're not coming out and seeing what's out there And crossing together their illusions But I think it's good that we're starting to get together In groups of three and four and five people And talk out things that Don't necessarily make sense But are observations that we've had And see if there is or reason to make it a singular reality But I think consciousness is a singular reality in the fact that we are always in the moment of now. And now will now again, because it's already past now for the moment that now is. But that the consciousness that we have on now is linear within us and not necessarily directly connected to a timeline. But once we do something that puts us into the narrative on that timeline, it sort of cements you being there until the actions of that timeline have taken place. So I think a lot of people who are still apparently on this timeline are not really here They're players in our LARP But they're non-player characters They're not altogether there And life is a LARP A live At all play The thing is You gotta choose your role And play it to the hill And some people Some people don't Have a clue But play that role very well
3: Yeah, I mean It's, it's a it's took me a long time to work out what role I'm playing, but the radio, the radio lap definitely helps. That clarified a lot because I'm just doing what's fun at the moment. So that's what criteria. is if I'm if I'm likely to have fun doing it, then it's then I'm, I'm I'll take a look at it. But my definition of fun is. It's a bit too broad. It includes torturing
1: myself a little bit as well. So I have to be careful with it. I believe that I'm on air for entertainment value and that the message that I carry is one that needs to be considered from a different perspective than what people are calibrated for. And I don't take it personally But I have often wondered, why do I want this to be on air? What sort of record am I making? And so now I'm talking with guests, and it's not even making it to air because one of the guests is uncomfortable talking about the topic on air, but is fine talking about the topic in a small of course, everything that we say online is heard and listened to and put in our catalog so that back in second grade when they say, you better behave or it'll show up in your permanent file. I always wanted to get a hold of that permanent file that they kept me, and that just seems to vary from the experience that I know I've had. And when I tried to look myself up, It just led me astray. So I had other people run a background check on me to find out what they could find out. And the two different backup checks that I saw were maybe 10% to 20% accurate. I had all sorts of associates that I never knew I had, or everybody's running around in the world under an assumed name. One of the
3: Right, somebody's being creative with with the files.
1: Yeah, and things that I know I had didn't appear there. And when I looked at my own record, gee, it it wasn't even close to accurate. But it was accurate enough for whatever background checks I passed. When I passed the background checks to get the clearances that I once had, I don't know. I don't have clearances anymore, so I must have done something wrong no i wouldn't I wouldn't
3: worry about it Lenny. you've got a different role now you've got a much more of, well you you've been an educator for your whole life i'm I'm guessing it's uh it radio really was an extension of that anyway, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think what I'm going to get into are game shows and figuring out a way to put on a game show that brings different people who know stuff together to talk about what they know and allows an audience to sort of vote on the perspectives that they hear and use it to gather information, because I think we have some language barriers that people use words that mean one thing but are interpreted as something else. And most Americans have been trained badly and talk over each other. Not a good combination.
3: Oh, that happens. That happens everywhere. But the the language confusion is a is a tricky one. I've been in philosophy groups where where people have used the same word in multiple multiple different ways in the same sense. And you've got to listen for the context of the word every time it's used because it's different every time. Mm-hmm. That always uses I mean say it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why the new way is K-N-E-W-W-E-I-G-H. It's to take everything we thought we knew and weigh it again to verify it. And so I on words like that because it's a sort of branding. And I think that the way that people get to understand something is to see it often enough that that's their reality. And people that watch the television set uh, end up remembering the commercials that are bombarded by them 24 7, over and over, again and again, until their brain is. Oh.
3: Yeah, I think that's that's one of the reasons that I've ended up with with a dodgy bladder. Is that although I'm reje- I rejected all of the, all of the virus nonsense over the last three years consciously, it's gone in subconsciously, and I think it, all the all the fear propaganda has affected. Me. I think it's it's psychologically affected me subconsciously, and then it's it's coming out as as Dodgy nervous system and loss of bladder control and all of those types of things. So I think I think it's a government-created problem, or it's the repetition that's the problem. So that's why
1: I had to switch everything off. I did that a long time ago, and it turned out I was turning off Mona three or four times a week. So what happened? Do you any idea how she passed?
3: I don't know, let me I only found out last week. I found out on Friday, and I had a brief conversation with Willow. I'm going to I, I, I've got a conversation in the archive that I want to try and find where she was telling a story about a possessed tree that was trying to kill her, which just, the, the story was amazing. So I want, I want to use that, that as kind of a tribute. In one of my Saturday shows but I haven't done it yet it's on my list of things that I need to do but uh, I can't listen to every show just to find to, to find that that story so I'm gonna to have to narrow it down a little bit but I really don't know I mean I assume Mona was probably quite sick because she sounded like she was out trouble breathing most of the time anyway but I don't know I don't know any details of anything it's just sad she's gonna be missed Very
1: much so. Very much so. But I'm sure she's going on in Mona World, where there's NPCs to support her in her quest for however it goes in her world. I'm not sure I buy this death is the end, but it certainly takes you off the timeline.
3: Oh, it's enough. Definitely not the end. I don't, I don't have any doubt about that. But I don't know what I don't know what's after. <laughs> if there is anything after life, I'm, no, I'm not claiming to know what it is. I just know that death is death isn't it? And yeah, there's 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 more going than just just life and death. More going on than that. And uh, yeah, it's it's a strange one because she was such a fixture. That revolution radio—that's ten hours in midday every week. I know it's a heavy schedule. It's a heavy, heavy schedule. I asked for with three hours a week. So how should you did ten? I'm not sure.
1: I was doing ten when I was doing the radio, and it would be wake up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and. It got to be routine, and then I had my work done, and it was still nine thirty, ten 10 in the morning. So, life was good at that point. Life is still In fact, the more they tell me it's not good, the more I know they're really lying, and they're sort of desperate to buy into things, and... I don't know. I can talk to my cat or go out and hug a tree and it works way better than dealing with what the last thing Trump said or what the last thing Biden said or what the last thing Klaus Schwab said. Oh, I don't give I
3: don't give a shit about any of those people to be perfectly honest. They're not they're not just of, at the moment, I'm just focusing on on, on real real life people and people are like, people like you who I know, I've known for five or six years on the internet. People who people who hung around, who have stuck around, and are, and are consistent. And there aren't very many of those. So there's there's maybe half a dozen people that I'm interested in, maybe a dozen people I'm interested in if I stretch it a little bit, but. I'm just gonna switch off the politics. I'm gonna. I'm switching off the geopolitics for a while. So Saturday morning won't be the Ukraine war for a while. It won't be any of those things
1: for at least a couple of months because I need a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. I I think that working to get into a mindset totally out of the pace of what they call reality will be necessary to shape what we call reality yeah i mean i'm i'm better at doing
3: that getting things moving in the way that i want to get them moving when when i'm not distracted by that stuff but because i got caught up in the geopolitics thing it became like a swirling map of other people's issues and i and i really have I've got enough little things to sort out. Just getting this flat cleaned is a big enough issue for me at the moment. So that's what I'm, that's, I know I'm repeating myself a little bit with the cleaning thing, but that's the way that I'm getting my head calmed down is just to focus
1: totally on, on, on me and my little bit of the world. It's a good thing to do. My neck of the world brings me to a chess club tonight. So I've been pushing chess pieces at different people now for almost four months. And it's really different in person than playing chess on the internet. But chess is a nice one-on-one conversation and you don't have to move in. Well, it depends on how you set a clock. But if you play with that, you get up to a month to move and it's an easy game, but applying chess strategy to real life, one of those things that could help people if they wanted to do it.
3: And yeah, chess. I used to play chess at lunchtime when I was at school.
1: That
3: was always, always fun.
1: Yeah, I, I distracted myself from the world in high school by being a member of the varsity chess team. It's good. It's a good game. And you're right, it's, it's
3: probably something I could get into online because it'd be relatively calm and relatively geopolitics and stress-free.
1: Yeah, most of people playing in the random tournaments that I play in aren't talking to each other. And the friends that I'm playing, we have conversations, but they're all personal and go off in what directions they do. But I play at it, it'syourturn.com. I'll, I'll I'll figure do. out how to send you an invite.
3: Well, that would be good. Yeah, I'll
1: take a look at it, Lenny. I I
3: don't know how easy it's going to be for me to concentrate, but I'll give it a try. See see, I'm 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 working on the detective novels plan because that's the last thing the last when I needed to calm my head down during the summer.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I started reading. Detective novels and that worked quite well, so I'm going to do that again for a couple of months and see see how that works. It was it's of reading and Rebus, both of which are British detectives. They were TV shows, but before they before there were TV shows, there were novels, and the novels are really really good and easy to read. So
1: sounds good. I do that also. I've read through Tom Clancy novels, which. Or geopolitics, of course. <laughs> yeah. Funny how that works. We get get to reap what we sow. But, um, yeah, I'm for a no geopolitics conversation. And perhaps sometime I'll explain tree-eye calendar in some depth and how to calculate where to put yourself onto the calendar So that, I don't know, I produce it as a game before I start explaining it for people to use just to test to see if it works. I've tried it a couple times before, and I've gotten up to the 32 to 35 participant area, which is Fibonacci 34. And while that's good, I haven't. The next step is to get it to 55, which would fill most of the boxes of a grid. But I don't know that I'm ready to get there. We'll just see. We'll see. I'll take it. She'll participate, and I'll let you know when I start it. But it'll be within the next day or three. All right, yeah. No
3: no worries. Lenny, put me down. As a as a person who'll be there a hundred times.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what we're gonna do with it depends on how many people get going with it, but it's going to turn into something that's gonna morph based on the people collected, and all I'm gonna do is sort of make a map and get people connected who might not have been otherwise connected because I think that more than anything will stimulate conversation. Don't have to think about it. I need a couple people to get in place who can, I need a program so that I can get a website to play a game at.
3: Right. I don't. I don't know anybody off the top of my head, but I shall have a, a private conversation with you. See if there's anybody on my on my list who can do, can do something for you. And there might there might be somebody I know who could help, help out. But you're welcome to use this show as a as a testing ground for anything you want to do. You know that. Yeah. As
1: hey, it, an experimental space. It depends on. How I wish to do it, but the idea of playing LARPs over short periods of time as educational experience will vary with the quality of the people who are putting on the LARP and who are in the roles of trying to well, I look at it as an experiment. If you had enough reps of the same experiment where you can get statistical significance, then we can make some conclusions based on the testing chamber of the LARP. So it's sort of like building learning environments. But when you start with one, The next Fibonacci number you go to is one. And so when you're going between one and one, it's indistinguishable and it doesn't get you anywhere until you can get up to two. But from two, you can go up to three or you can go back to one. And most of the time, it's easier to go back to one than it is to build up to two. But when you do, going back to one or going up to three, most of the time you don't go to three. But if you go to three, next Fibonacci number is five. So four is the essential equivalent of three. And a conversation of three people and a conversation of four people get about the same thing done anyway, because four people start tripping over each other. And by the time you get to five, that's a big enough group that the focus of the group for getting together with five people needs to be established so that you're not wasting the time and you can see what's going on. But to get groups that are actually functional with five or more people in them. Five, eighteen, twenty-one. those size groups are going to be key towards ground floor building of whatever it is that we're moving to because it's going to top down just doesn't work and right now the concentration of wealth in the world is ridiculous Yeah, when I was reading the
3: the philosophy group that I used to run in Newcastle, we got up as far as thirteen people, twelve or thirteen for a few weeks, but mostly it was about it, it was it, it was seven or eight people all the time, and that was where it settled. That that lasted a couple of years, so we didn't do it too badly with. It. So my friend on a similar kind of vibe to you, I think. It's two two year project and then they they kind of fall apart naturally or you move on to something else or whatever. That seems to be the natural natural way that it works for me.
1: Yeah, i I have never hung around a group that I've started to the point where the group ended. I've always left the group but there's a couple groups where I was amongst the final five or so on a lot of different scales and bringing a larger group down to concentrate its essence to be of value when it's sold or diminished or whatever is an interesting trip. But a lot of what we have known as far as groups have been pretty dysfunctional because group theory has really been applied to human behavior. It's just a mathematical system applied to various collections called groups. And molecules make up good groups. So The symmetry of molecules is measured in group theory. Seems like the symmetry of humans should be measured in group theory terms also. Uh Uh-oh, we seem to have lost Dennis. That means that Dr. Lenny's ramblings taken on a whole new effect because Dennis is no longer in the room and I don't know that I'm even on. So let me see if I can't flip open the chat room and somebody in the chat room can tell me as to what's going on. So here we come walking down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. So they're trying to put down people. I don't know. 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 know. This is Free Association. I'm Dr. Lenny Time. I have lost Dennis. And I'm not sure exactly how to do this because I sort of lost. Let me see. Maybe we can get him back. You never know. It's always something. And if it's always something, there's something always there. No, he's unavailable. I would bet his system crashed. I would bet that you can hear me online, and I'm now in the chat room. If anybody is listening, who could tell me what is going on? But the last chat I see in the chat room took place at 1236, and it's 1247. So,
0: eeps, 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 eeps.
1: They're coming to take us away <laughs> to the funny farm My life is beautiful all the time. People are strange. People are strange. People are strange. People are strange. There's woods. these are. I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not mind me stopping here. His woods fill up with snow. My team of horse must think it's queer to stop without a farmhouse near. The only other sounds I hear are easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, yet I have promises to keep, and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. And so, I are asleep. Perhaps, you know, somebody else is sleeping out there. Thank you for allowing me to butcher your poem, Robert Frost. It's a very good poem. This is Dr. Lenny Time. This is Revolution Radio Studio Ed, and I am going to bow out because it does not seem that Dennis is going to be back, and I just don't really feel up to being the monologue of a show any longer. So take care, and Rev Radio will pick you back up at 1257, which is about seven minutes from now.
2: Law. Do you enjoy interviews with amazing guests? Join Crypt Rick every Monday night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Revolution Radio. Studio A, freedomslips.com. Crypt Rick's iPhone, thank you Welcome to the Crypt. <laughs>
4: This documentary is best described as controlled propaganda. Cast as a little more with a loose police. I forgot what And what this or was nominated for a Peabody Award in its second year of producing Unparalleled Broadcasting Excellence in 1997. That is, if you really care about learning the truth. Interrupt your normally scheduled programming to bring you this important broadcasting announcement
2: now is the day of your greatest potential, embracing truth, health, and.